0: And this is Patrick Ricardi. And once again, we're joined by our guests,
1: Michael
2: and Laura.
3: And this week, we are doing Pat. We are doing uh, what's coming? Sorry, uh, Sleepaway Camp versus Silent Night, Deadly Night.
0: Yeah, in the opposite
3: order. Oh no! I guess oh,
0: that is the yeah, right order because yeah, Sleepaway that's Camp is the order all they came out. Yeah,
3: and plus, spring comes before winter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is well. Or I summer. Guess, I guess depends to on when you're born, really. Yeah. Um, so, uh, well, good. We'll start with
2: Sleepaway Camp. Let's start. <laughs> 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 so, had you guys seen this movie before? Like, nope. we. Really? Pat? Nope. No, I'd never seen it. I'd never heard of it. So, Laura actually got me into this movie. Like, yeah. when I first met Laura, like, years ago, like, we were talking about movies like this that we liked. And I credit Laura with this one because it's so. Perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we, before we got on the air, I said there was one of these movies I couldn't watch again, and this is not that
1: movie. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, but I, I bet I could change your mind. No, I could watch this one again. I'm saying. You, oh, I know. I love the other one too. Oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, get. <laughs> well, we'll get into that one when we get into it. But
4: this was a movie that my friend Cassie had on Laserdisc. I think.
3: <laughs> Laserdisc. Wow.
4: <laughs> when I was a teenager, or when I was like a young teenager, maybe I was like 12 or 13 years old. Um, she introduced me to this movie. And uh, it became kind of, I mean, it is a cult classic, but mm-hmm. within my group of friends, I think we probably watched it every six months or a year. Um, so I've seen it a bunch of times, and it just keeps getting better. <laughs> Although I have never seen it with this quality. You guys gave me like this amazing HD download, and I have the VHS. And so I've never seen this crystal clear. Uh, what
0: you mean to say ah. is we loaned you our Blu ray? We certainly didn't get this movie in
2: by illegal <laughs> means.
1: So. No. Of course.
2: I know the Blu-ray makes such a difference. This thing has—I've never seen a nicer <laughs> version of this. Yeah, <laughs> like it looks. Everything's crystal clear, and like you can see every bit of horrible detail in everybody's clothes. <laughs> and I know. Shit in I'm, the background. It's great.
4: Right now, I'm watching the uh, the camp cook. Um, I've got oh, it God. silently playing in the background,
1: <laughs> oh, that's a and good I'm, idea. Watch, I'm watching that him too. right
4: before. I'm watching him right before he gets his comeuppance, and I'm not looking forward to seeing his bubbling flesh in HD. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Spoiler! boiler, well, Michael, I don't know what you're talking about with the clothes because the one dude had the uh, cut off T-shirt, and uh, oh. the other kid had a blue oyster cult shirt. So I think it was very. <laughs> It was very appropriate for 1983. <laughs>
4: that well, one, ca- they all, great. all the guys wear the shortest shorts on earth.
1: Like oh, yeah. some of them
4: are, can only loosely be described as shorts. Um, the one, the head counselor, that beefy dude. Yeah. Um, and he's hes just wearing, I in in the scene in the mess hall, in the first scene in the mess hall, he's wearing kind of like, what can, I don't know how I would even describe them. They're like running underwear
2: yeah <laughs> oh they're yeah so short yep. it's there's a weird like sense of like this movie has this weird i mean i guess it's just the fashion of the time because i remember people dressing exactly like that oh um, yeah and, and it's
4: like they're all kind of guido-y also there's like mesh shirts and yeah really really <laughs> short cut-offs and big beefy thighs
0: yeah it seems like the their long island the, you know, <laughs> yeah got all their actors from long island it seems like Mm-hmm. um yeah, you know, I've got a picture of me in some of those shorts
2: from <laughs> back in the early 80s. Yeah. Nice. Putting mm-hmm. mm-hmm. is up on the webpage. <laughs> 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 it really is this equalizer. Like, they're great. I wish they would come back. Like, to see people in those shorts, like, it's it's like an equalizer. You can't hide anything in that in the way these people dress in nope. this movie. It's I amazing. I feel like
4: they require too much kind of, like, hair maintenance, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Everybody's ugly too. I mean, that's a value <laughs> judgment. But like, the great thing about this movie is that they cast like people who are really that age. Yeah, so normal, like,
4: and normal look. I would no call normal them ugly, but they're oh, like I mean Hollywood that, that ugly.
2: That's
3: the awkward age. So kids that age are usually not not the best looking. Yeah, well, and you're, you
4: you're the only one who thinks that, though. I mean, there are people in the movie who think that. Kids that age are great looking.
0: That was disturbing. (laughs) Going back to the cook.
4: (laughs) (laughs) What was his name for them? Uh, Baldies. Baldies. Back when we call them Baldies. So, I mean, I don't know if we want to do the, the rundown of the plot a little bit, but essentially it's the beginning of the summer camp.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Before uh,
0: you go into it, I, I just want to say that uh, there's no way to talk about this movie without spoiling the ending, which is like a major... There's a major spoiler in it, but... So if you haven't seen it... So if you'd it... like
3: to see this, just turn us off right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
4: well, there's an opening in which there are there are two men... Or there's a man swimming with two little kids, or he's boating with two little kids, and the boat flips over, and then... Um,
3: well, they push him over and he screams at them, calling them, you little schemers. You he's, little
4: schemers.
2: He's, he's their father as well.
4: He's their father. And, and, a, then,
2: and then he's... He's also got the thickest Baltimore accent in the whole movie. He's like, <laughs> eat kids, come on <laughs> over <here."> <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else has that accent in the whole yeah. movie. Just him. Sorry. But yeah.
4: But then his, um, his friend, Reed Lover, is on the shore... Calling him and saying, "Oh, you guys got to come in soon. We're, you know, Aunt Martha's gonna be here, or the doc's gonna be here." Soon. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then, but then they all get run over by some teens in a motorboat. Which and... are the
2: those teens are the worst actors in the whole film. Like, oh, the, God, <laughs> it's such a great scene. When just to explode that scene a little bit, like the the two people driving the boat are pulling somebody on water skis. And they're just full force headed toward the shore, and the woman on water skis <laughs> is screaming her head off. Over, she's like, "Stop!" The and you know, it's well, like—I mean, it's... when she's
3: on the water skis, it makes sense for her to scream so loud because they can't hear. Her, but when it's all stopped and she's just screaming so
2: loud, <laughs> oh my god, we <laughs> hit a boat! And the people that are driving the boat have no concern that they are headed rocketing toward shore. Of <laughs> like, course the, not, never because they're the
4: just. He's just trying to get laid, and she's just trying to be a dummy and drive the boat, even yeah. though she can't drive it. It's awful.
2: It's so. So they d- cause an accident to be. Yes. To to be. Um,
4: and then one yeah. of the children is killed.
2: Right, but
3: you, you, I started watching the movie. I thought it was the boy. that no. was
2: Giving away the ending.
3: Yeah, you kind of are, but that was. Well, th- I am. Yeah, I felt. I we
0: <laughs> You're like
4: I thought we were. I couldn't wait
0: to give away the ending. <laughs> that was the I mean, thing. Like when they showed. When they showed, I mean, I thought the boy was a survivor. I'm sorry. Yeah, ahead. well, they kind of showed that, right?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, they so absolutely suggest that the boy survived. Absolutely. Right. Okay. wasn't But, the but oh, the sorry, the girl. The girl. They thought they said the girl survived.
3: Right. And after that, but in that first scene, when they show the the kid that's alive, it looked like the boy to me. Yeah. So when I was watching the movie, at oh. first I thought Ricky was the survivor. So it took me a little while. So I was less uh, surprised than I should have been
4: oh got it but they did I mean in the water they do say before they're killed they are talking to each other and saying something about oh is cousin Ricky coming too right. well, and they're that's like true. oh yeah. no he's with his dad this weekend so that's they do try to set it up I mean this this movie for how kind of um, cheesy and semi low budget it is it actually like the plot all kind of makes sense and they yeah. did yeah. tie up a lot of Lulu loose ends I guess they wrote the beginning and the surprise ending first and then kind of uh, like filled in the middle part Mm -hmm. but basically what happens after that is they flash forward you know 12 years or not 12 years but like 10 years later and Ricky and his cousin uh, um, Angela are early teens and they're about to go to summer camp and then Ricky's mother who for years uh, like I said I've been watching this movie for like 20 years and always thought that Ricky's mother the doctor was a man in drag.
3: So did I. Her hands are so huge.
4: <laughs> her hands are huge. Like, there's something about her facial structure or, that yeah. I'm like, this is a dude, but then the voice is so spot-on female. She just has this crazy quality. It just... she's Her performance is like...
1: Well,
0: her performance makes the kids in the boat look like uh, Lawrence Olivier, I
2: think. <laughs> no, I thought, no
4: way! So I think she's to top, amazing. She's so... It is over the top and I think it really sets the tone of the film. Um, She's the, actually
2: just, the most over the top character in the entire movie. Like yeah. even the killer isn't over the top right. in the way and that you know. the mother. Or the She's aunt only
0: is. on screen for like three minutes total, yeah. too. Right. And she steals
4: the whole movie. She's amazing. Um and her her outfit is very particular also, and I was just watching it and thinking, this would actually make a great Halloween costume.
1: Um
4: because <laughs> but everything no one would get it. Well, someone would get it in that person, then you'd be friends forever.
1: true,
4: um, but yeah, so she is bananas, and she reminds me of um a little bit of Nadine from Twin Peaks. I don't know. There's yes. something about her that's so kind of like over the top and crazy. Like she's mm-hmm. not the same type of character, but just the the performance being what it is. It made me think it was a little David Lynchy, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, just the overacting, and then um, they go to camp. Oh, th- there is she. You know, she does her little monologue, and then there's something about. Um, oh, we wouldn't want you to forget your physicals. Like she wants to make sure that they have their papers, which, um, she,
0: gave right. which she gave them, which she gave them. and and then helped. she's like, yeah.
4: "Don't tell anybody where you got these. That wouldn't do at all."
0: Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Be- before you go on, we should we should say. Them going to camp is Ricky, and the the surviving cousin Angela. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
4: So um, then they go off to camp, and now we can talk about the cook,
1: oh, who uh, my God.
4: <laughs> who like all the all the kids are running in and they're excited and they're like, yay, off boarding the buses and running to see their friends from prior camp years, but then the sh- the cook, the camp cook, is standing there and he's this big gross dude hmm. that's just like yeah look at all these young chickens and <laughs> yeah. saying all this like gross sexy stuff about them and that's one thing but he's saying it out loud in front of all the workers in the cafeteria including james earl jones brother
0: oh is that who he, that was i think he's yeah. dad no he can't be his dad he's not old enough to be his I dad In no way in 83 james earl jones dad wouldn't have been that young he could have been, maybe.
4: Well, in we, any we, case, we clearly need to do more research we into do. that aspect. We <laughs> do. It's his dad.
3: not uh, have Wikipedia. It's for sure his dad. <laughs> I just okay. looked it up. It's his dad.
4: Okay, wow. so it's his dad. Um, and
0: Wait, and they're just all. Oh, you're so crazy.
4: I know. Yeah. In what universe is that a thing that people well, James are like not... At
3: least James Earl Jones said that's that's gross. It's like you're too old to understand. So.
4: Yeah. It's what does that mean? Yeah, and I, I wrote, don't know. That, I wrote that it is down. Part, that is the one part of the film that I really.
2: Yeah, I'll talk about it too. But what'd you say, Michael? Oh, I, well, I wrote it down when he said it. But the cook says, "Young, fresh chicken." I call them baldies. <laughs> That's what they're all responding to when when they're like, "You're crazy." Right, and that was the,
0: <laughs> that was the moment. Not even the the last uh, shot. But that was the moment in the film where where I was like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> like when you watch films from the 80s, like 16 Candles with the kind of racist long, yeah, long character duck-dong. or like the rapiness of Revenge of the Nerds. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't hold up well. But I don't remember at any time during the 80s where like pedophilia was cool
4: or any time ever. ever when was right, pedophilia yeah. ever it was never like cool in the way where you could just say it and it was like oh you're a bad boy like right you know like everybody should have been like holy shit like you should not be working here they should have been like immediately telling like the duck-faced camp director and getting him the fuck out of
1: there right which <laughs> and, and it's but they not... were
4: just like oh you you're crazy. Like, you calm <laughs> down. You're you're so horny.
0: And it's not like her, the cook was just kids. all talk either because right. he yeah, acted no. on it. Right. He's He's taking his belt off.
4: Yeah, he tries. so then he tries to corner Angela. Angela um, is quiet almost like autistic seeming. Yeah. Child and uh, and so probably because of her horrific childhood ordeal of of having her family run over by a sexy speedboat. And uh so she won't eat anything at camp and the they take her into the walk in and he's like, You never know what you're gonna find in the walk in.
0: He's got <laughs> and then he tells her he's got something he thinks she'll really like and starts undoing his What
4: pants. if he were just like, It's ice cream? <laughs> but he wasn't like that. He was no. like I keep
3: my keys like keep the keys of my underwear <laughs> <laughs>
4: to the ice cream locker. Oof. But yeah,
3: and
0: and then he ends up uh, getting a big pot of boiling water poured all over him.
3: Well, he gets he gets pushed into it. He which I I don't know if it was intentional, but that's exactly how the the father got pushed into the water and was like, wow, it's a callback. But maybe it's just a coincidence. Yeah, I would yeah probably. By by an unseen killer,
0: he gets pushed.
4: We mm-hmm. see like the hands.
0: hands. Yeah. yeah,
4: you see, like, at, at some point, it's, like, from the perspective of, it's, like, Killer Cam. And Wait, then the killer is, like, they looking were, around the kitchen. And they
3: were Jonathan Thurston, who played Ricky's hands.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. They were his hands. So,
0: before we
3: go on with the plot,
4: um,
0: even though we'll probably get to it, another really weird fucking thing in this movie to me was that the the camp, I don't know what he was, the owner of the camp? The yeah, dude, Mel. He, Mel, he just decided, like, so basically all these murders start hap- happening at the camp. He just decides for no reason that I could figure out that
3: Ricky was the killer. And- well, he yeah. noticed that something happened to Angela every time, and Ricky was always screaming at whoever was doing bad things to Angela. Yeah, but there's really Ricky, not Ricky much of a
4: Ricky has a temper, and he's and, – but Mel is, like, the other reason he's mad at – He's extra mad about it. It's not because of the murders. It's right. because he doesn't want bad publicity for the camp.
1: Right.
3: And so he's <laughs>
1: like,
4: he's like super mad at Ricky for killing everyone because it's going to ruin his business. Yeah.
3: But he keeps saying, you're trying to ruin me, aren't you? <laughs> it's like,
4: what is that? What like deranged mind thinks that that's <laughs> well a the way same to act. I,
0: uh, sorry, I know, I know, I'm going <laughs> I'm off. I'm
4: angry
3: about
0: this. <laughs> not, <laughs> I'm not like, angry. I'm upset about Mel. <laughs> well, there were... Mel was baffling to me because he's an he's got to be seventy something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he's no looker. We can all admit that.
3: Oh, that.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: Those lips take up most of his face
0: <laughs> yeah but then there's like
2: a
1: 17 year old
2: 61 that's impossible
1: that's
2: like, <laughs> he had a hard life he, man i think he did say he was 61 somewhere in the movie because i wrote that <laughs> he's down he's like
4: i'm 61
2: but for some bizarre reason there's this
0: like 17 year old camp counselor who wants to Maybe he didn't meg meg
2: well she's the slut of the school they've already there you know like no, they've already she's established not the that.
4: sluttiest
0: one she's yeah,
2: not the sluttiest i don't think one. so there's two slutty girls, and yeah. they're both She's set up as Angela's enemies, right. um, who torment her. And you can tell they're gonna get it. Oh, yeah. yeah, as soon no. as they open their dumb mouths and start, yeah. they start it, picking on her immediately. It made yeah.
0: no sense to me that this attractive uh, teenager would want to have a date with this old troglodyte. No, that's all. It was just bizarre. He had charm.
1: Yeah,
4: charm loves, that you didn't. She see. loved his power.
3: I guess <laughs> someday
4: funny. she could be the wife of the camp owner
3: <laughs> and they did a good job setting that up because from the very beginning she was hugging him yeah yeah
4: she's like "No." um but this seems like a great segue into talking about judy the other female bully
3: judy
0: judy judy <laughs> judy thought. i i love judy's look i was about, about to say, judy i love like... her acting speaking of
2: over the top oh She's terrible, but she, she starts off she's got long, like, um, her hair is like almost down to her butt, and in some scenes, it's just asymmetrical, so it's one huge mass of hair on one side of her head, and in other scenes, it's two ponytails, and then sometimes it's just all down, and she's the developed girl, so they, the boys are like, oh, she's got boobs, you know, or whatever, so she's sort of set up as the sexual early
4: Well, she had, but she had been Ricky's girlfriend the prior year. So he was excited to see her and she had like developed over that school year. And so she comes back to camp and it's just like, Ricky, you're a baby. I'm onto the older boys now. Like she's getting all this attention from the older boys. And so she kind of snubs him right away. Mm-hmm. So she's already set up as a jerk and a disloyal jerk.
0: <laughs> well, one thing I did like about this one, because uh, you mentioned that they were kind of slutty, Michael, but nobody paid because they were a slut in this movie.
3: Right. The, and, yeah. And not it's only true. that, but the, it, the the like some of these movies, it's a lot about showing tits and ass. But this is yeah. more more men ass than, than like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the nudity Amen. All the nudity all the is made, men. Yeah. Or all the That's half the shirts fine. that we're talking mess shirts we're talking about. So I yeah, mean that
4: practically was practically
3: naked. That that softball game I, Oh my God. That was, uh, 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 was that a gay softball game? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. aren't, aren't all it was, softball games? It was, it was both the gayest and the angriest softball game I've ever seen. I know. All
4: that shit talk when he's just like, eat shit and die, Ricky. Yeah. And he's like, eat shit and live, Phil.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't just, just shit talk. It was like, I'm going to kill you if you lose. <laughs> I actually fell asleep during that part of the movie because it seemed to make no sense to me at all. And well, I woke up and the whole fight was over. There, there are just, yeah, there are a lot of pylons in this movie too. Yeah, a lot and, of pylons.
4: And there are a lot of just like for all the murder and stuff, there's also a lot of like light camp like
1: yes.
4: kind of I don't totally. know, like when when they're when they're Einstein who's like the nerd. Um he I love that scene where they're in the cabin and they're like trying to trick him and they're like concentrate Einstein <laughs> and, and oh,
1: Mozart.
4: Oh, sorry. Yeah, Mozart. You're right. His name was Mozart. I'm like, what nerdy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's Mozart. And basically, they do a thing where he's laying on the ground and they're telling him he won't be able to sit up. And they put like a washcloth over his face and they're like, concentrate, but you're not going to be able to sit up. And he's like, whatever. And then he sits up and one of them is like hovering over him with his butt in his face. And he sits up and just like basically like, like slams his nose into the kid's butt crack.
2: I mean, that was a real kid and they really made that kid do that. Yes. on film. <laughs> these weren't like paid, like I'm sure they were paid, but these are just actors who are kids who are local. Yeah. They weren't even like real actors for the most part. <laughs> well, that's, and that's for sure. It's like immortalized on film and along with the other things they did to that kid.
0: Well, uh, all right. We're just jumping around. I think oh, yeah. the, the basic plot is that all these murders start happening at this camp. Um, And it always seems to be people who are fucking with Angela, and uh, and that's basically just of of the movie. Um, but
4: there's a lot of great taunting though. There is Judy and Meg are like expert bitches, and they gang up and get together, and it just makes no sense. Like their taunting voices are nightmarish, but they're just. (laughs) So good and over the top, and they say the meanest stuff that just doesn't even make sense. But I what guess that's the, what good. was
3: the, what was her her quote: "A carpenter's dream, all flat all as flat a board and needs, needs a screw." There you You've <laughs> never, never heard, heard, that heard that before. That before. No. no, I've heard it before. <laughs> oh, it's not not about me, <laughs> of course. No, you heard it coming from your lips about someone else. <laughs>
2: Laura was the Judy of her summer camp. <laughs> no way! I was the Mozart. <laughs> I volunteered to be the Angela. Well,
3: I
0: like one thing. I I it reminded me of watching this movie in the '80s that I really like was the realistic uh, cuss words and stuff. Like you don't hear that in movies anymore. Like when Ricky gets mad, he's like, "You fucking pussy, you cocksucker!" <laughs> yeah, like. Don't hear teens talking like that in movies these days.
4: (laughs) Yeah, a little bit of realism.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's the and the accents. You never really hear people with accents in movies anymore that aren't, like, French or, like, English or whatever. Like, the American dialects never come to the front. And this these people are all saying everything in, like, a Long Island accent or New yeah. Jersey accent. Yeah. And it makes it just a little bit ugly to listen to, but delightful for that same reason.
0: Yeah, the only time you hear that is, like, when it's when it's really fake, like in American Hustle when Christian Bale is trying to do, you know, a, a Long
2: Island accent or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. You just never hear the real accent anymore. Right. And this is such a good example of what people really sound like.
4: They should put this in the Smithsonian.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought the murders
0: were all pretty good, too. It was it was not excessively gory or, oh. you know, too
3: too exploitative. There like, was what? a blood. I mean, a, a snake crawling out of someone's nose that's true
2: but i I I laughed at that that dummy of that guy
4: so one of the murders takes place where they're out they're out in a canoe late at night and uh this is after all the guys go skinny dipping together because they're like, the girls don't want to go skinny dipping. And they're like, screw you. We'll go by ourselves.
3: <laughs> but before before they did that, they said, who wants to go skinny dipping 15 guys and five girls? So instead they go 15 guys and zero girls. So <laughs> that makes more their
2: sense. Their logic is impeccable. <laughs> this is a but very s- gay camp. <laughs> <laughs>
4: all of So one guy and one girl go out in the boat and they tip the boat over. And then the guy's out there by himself. And earlier that day, he had been making fun of Angela. And then he dies. And then the next day, um, one of the camp counselors, like the the one who's in charge, like the lifeguard guy, comes over and he's all mad that there's like, all the chairs are like thrown all over the place because all the teens were partying by the by the lake the night before. And he goes <laughs> over and he flips over the canoe. And there's like... A dummy version of Trent Reznor is like lying there.
1: (laughs) It's like this
4: white mannequin and then this water snake starts to crawl. I mean the damage that this guy is like that has happened to this guy in he must have spent like two minutes in the water. I mean if he's already on the shore, I can only assume that the killer brought him ashore after the murder. So I'm just wondering, like, why does he look so waterlogged? So and why up, would a yeah. snake this, this, already this... have taken up residence inside of his corpse?
3: <laughs> this lake was right near Cleveland, so it really tears up the body.
0: <laughs> what? Yeah, that must be it, because, because I thought the exact same... The exact same thing, because even the the medical examiner dude was like, "Oh no, there's no signs of trauma. He just drowned." I'm like, "It looks like he got beat to shit before he drowned." <laughs>
4: yeah, but, and then just like, what? He looks like he's been floating in a lake for three weeks already.
0: <laughs> but you failed to mention when he died. So he was uh, he was paddling water in an upturned canoe, and then the killer shows up. who You don't really see, and he says, "Oh, it's you. The guy sure would be sure would like to see you here, I bet." And I'm like. What, why? <laughs>
4: <laughs> makes no sense <laughs> Who? Hey, killer!
2: <laughs> and when, like, without spoiling the complete ending, the 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 insanity of like the killer being waiting, like waiting out there, <laughs> yeah, and like yeah. like just happening to be close by when the the thing tipped over, and like being able to swim and being able to be up, and then and being well, able to hold up the, the boy's head down, who's probably stronger than her. So. Right. Oh, you've just given away
0: who the killer is. Well, did was it's there nice any work. doubt? Was there any doubt who the killer <laughs> no. was from the beginning? I mean, totally.
3: Even... That's I mean, my other point. A...
4: There's always Sorry. a chance though that they're going to, you know, throw you for a complete loop and so you keep yeah. guessing and being Yeah. So it like, was a oh. double
3: uh, a double switch.
4: Yeah, like it could be <laughs> it could be Ricky or Angela or it could be the doctor potentially like she's such a banana maniac yeah. That, yeah, yeah that you're like <laughs> who knows they or she could follow them to camp.
0: Crazy fucking mel yeah, just because he's so crazy.
3: I yeah. like how the in the movie the the crime the crime that causes the murder get, is is all over the place. Like, first she's almost raped, so that's that he should be killed. You don't feel bad about that. But then by the end, little kids are being killed because they threw sand. <laughs> yeah,
4: like, like the threshold for murder gets much lower by the end. I just I want to quickly backtrack to after the the pedophile um, cook is killed. And he's like, or he's not killed, but he's just like, damn it, he's like head to toe, just like blisters and he's screaming and he's all bandaged up and they're carrying him out. And they have one of my favorite roles in horror movies that I feel like has been around since horror movies have been around, where it's like the doctor or a police officer or someone that's just kind of arbitrarily commenting Mm
1: -hmm. on
4: the murder that just happened. And he just like keeps at every chance saying things like, God, he must be in such pain. Yeah. Every nerve in his body must be on fire. Just like as if it wasn't enough to see this guy covered in boiling water and like like writhing in agony. There's someone that's there after the fact just to like com- like continue to emphasize how much pain he must be in. Yeah.
3: <laughs> what was great about that was when he's saying that, Mel's like, okay,
2: move it along.
4: Yeah. <laughs> how soon can we reopen the camp? <laughs> What's
2: good? The doctor never reappears for any other murder. Like, we never see the doctor come back to the comic. Although, the rest are dead. They don't
3: need a doctor.
2: Yeah,
4: Yeah, (laughs) that's that's true. true. (laughs) That's true. They're past medical help.
0: (laughs) I want to backtrack, too, because we brought it up a little bit about Angela when she gets to the camp, and she's, like, really quiet and won't eat, but... Not only is she really like she doesn't speak at all to anybody. People will talk and she just stares, stares at them. Yeah. And then she starts talking to Ricky's friend, the boy. She she actually talks to him. And when cuz at first I was like, oh, maybe she's all fucked up and mute. But then when she talked to him, I was like Oh, so she really is just being kind of a bitch to everybody else,
3: isn't she? <laughs> She's shy. Come on.
4: May, Meg was right the whole time. She
3: is a prima donna. If she
4: were any quieter, she'd be dead. Yeah, I love that, I wrote that
3: quote down.
4: <laughs> um, can we talk about Meg's murder real quick? Because that's actually my favorite murder scene in the movie. Um, because. So what happens is she has a date with Mel, which we've already discussed is <laughs> gross, and then she, um, she goes to take a shower, and in a very, like, realistic camp scenario, like, she goes to, to the shower line, and there's, like, 18 girls waiting in line to take a shower, and they all have this amazing kind of, like, busted Farrah Fawcett flip mm. hairdo. <laughs> And then she goes and she's like, any chance I could cut in front of you? Because I got a hot date with the camp director. And everyone's like, nope. And so she goes next door to an abandoned cabin to take her shower. And my favorite part is that she starts humming in the shower. But her humming is like no humming that anyone has ever hummed.
0: <laughs> it's like some like, off-key note, not really a song. She's
4: not humming a song. She's going, <laughs> I thought
1: that was the
4: same humming <laughs> Angela does at the end of the- <laughs> It's just, it's like someone was like, cool, now hum. And it's like, If someone hummed that, like, only had an... Like, she was just, like, humming the word hum, almost. She's like, hum, 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 hum.
2: It's like somebody (laughs) said to her, we can't afford to pay for the rights for any recognizable tune, so just hum something that you've never heard before.
4: And her humming was also so, like, frantic. It wasn't, like, a chill like relaxing shower hum it was like (laughs) like if if there were lyrics (laughs) to her humming it would be like scrubbing my arm in my (laughs) arm it was just like really intense humming and then um she's killed
0: she's stabbed in the back through the shower wall
4: yeah so which doesn't speak well to the quality of that shower no i was thinking or it speaks well for the quality of the knife that was used to
3: kill her well, I mean, Mel's not putting a lot of money into that camp. <laughs> Clearly. That, it looked like that was Mozart's knife, so it, yeah. obviously it was a very expensive knife.
4: Well, it was Mozart's knife.
3: Okay. Yeah, I, I was wondering about that.
4: It. it was because, so earlier, um, Mozart, after he puts his nose in that guy's butt crack, um, they... <laughs> Like, he pulls out a giant hunting knife and starts chasing the kid around the room. Well, no, he, he does it
3: after the, the shaving cream. They put shaving oh, cream in his okay. hand while he's sleeping, and then... And that, and that pushed him over the edge, so then he started... That was the started... last straw. So maybe, maybe that was another false lead. Mozart could have been the killer.
4: Yeah, because no... he was another kid getting picked on um, at the same time. But Although he, he,
3: uh, he was a hero in that softball game. He's playing he's playing some kind of poker or some kind of video no, game. Play- yeah, no, he
4: was playing... Yeah, Boxing
3: boxing that's right boxing and then the ball comes so i thought he was going to be made fun of but he drops the video game and makes the catch and saves the day
4: yeah and everyone's like can you believe that
3: no <laughs> <He got> mozi <it." laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
4: but uh but so now he's got this giant hunting knife and he's chasing Ricky around with it or somebody and then the kent is like what are you an ass like what are you crazy ass and he like takes the knife and just like sticks it under a pillow or something like that yeah he's like you'll and get so- this back
0: at the end of the summer just sticks it on a shelf where anybody can yeah, reach it.
4: Yeah, <laughs> and then anybody does reach it, and then they take it, and then it, it you know,
0: <laughs> kills Meg. <Mac. laughs> I like the—my favorite murder was uh, the dude taking a shit. The bees, and I was yeah. trying to yeah. say. That's and so good. The killer cuts open the screen door, puts a, puts a bar across the uh, stall— not
1: that door. strong
4: of a bar, just like a little piece of a, a stick. It was a broomstick or something. Yeah, yeah
0: so like the
2: a dowel. So it's they, like the, that's the, what
3: it the, looked the, like. It looked <laughs> like a dowel that would be easy to break, so <laughs> yeah. it's made it funnier. Well, and he, he did
0: break it eventually, eventually uh, although he was yeah. dead. Um, so, yeah, so he couldn't get out and then cut the screen door and puts a big beehive on a stick in through the window. <laughs> and, and the dude was dead within a minute. And... He had he had so many bee stings that were like bleeding.
3: Yeah,
4: (laughs) they covered his face. The
3: the bees had like they were were doing things bees never do. Were zombie bees?
4: Maybe they were killer bees.
2: Even killer bees are, are more polite than that. <laughs> They're
4: like, may
1: I kill you?
2: Well, um, the great is that you don't see, uh, when that scene, when that happens, you see like her cut a hole, or you see someone cut a hole in the screen and then they drop the beehive in, but he's screaming and like rushing to pull his pants up and get out. But like he, you never see a bee until right. he's already you dead. You just
4: hear bee sounds. Right.
2: Yeah.
4: But then I'm always like, why didn't he just crawl under, under the, the door? stall? Yeah. But, yeah, but also, like, the flesh-eating bees, like, I mean, <laughs> did they establish, like, maybe he's allergic? Like, I don't remember no. if they established, well, even if like, you're al-
3: No, they don't establish that, but even if you're allergic, they're not eating through your flesh like that. <laughs> <so>. <laughs>
4: you know, I thought allergic meant that you were extra tasty to bee <laughs> bees.
3: <laughs>
4: bees just eat my face if, if yeah, when you near faci- me, I'm so. basically
3: made of honey, so <laughs> please don't get any bees near me.
4: <laughs> Michael, what was your favorite murder?
2: Well, you know, I um I the one that I didn't that that I liked the best is the one I didn't understand. Which oh, was the Judy, Judy one? Oh, gross. Like because the
4: That is a sexual one.
2: Yeah, but I, I mean, it, that, it's
3: that's with a I it later. So I could Up from the scene.
4: It was a curling iron and the idea is that the curling iron gets pushed into her nether regions.
2: Oh, I didn't get that at all, yeah. Okay, they do it the in silhouette, and I, I've watched it a couple of times, and they do kind of suggest that that's what they're doing to her.
4: Yeah, I think that that's what's meant to happen. So there is, that was my only, um, that was my only uh, dissent from your remark that the violence wasn't sexual, like, Judy definitely was, like, yeah, the more sexually um, promiscuous character and she did get like something kind of sexual did happen to her I mean oh, mostly okay. I... she probably died from asphyxiation by the by pillow, the pillow. Yeah. but they do establish that the curling iron is really hot because they like show right. it on a fabric and it has left like a burn right, mark right. and I like thought, smoke I mean... is coming off of it But well that was yeah, another I...
0: murder like the boat one where the, the killer just walks into the room and, and Judy's lying there on the bed and well, I guess it's lucky Judy had a hot curling iron there because the killer had no plan otherwise, right? right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, to asphyxiate her, I guess she so. Could just yeah. Press the pillow over her face. But and but kill it but it like
4: one. the boat murder, Judy says like, "Oh, it's you!" Before it yeah. happens, like she's like, "What are you doing here?" <laughs> and then she's like,
0: ah. But Judy, I w- also want to go back to this. Judy got to be eighteen, I'm I'm guessing, and she tries to steal Angela's boyfriend, who is what, twelve or thirteen?
4: No, he's not, just. Judy's... They're the she, same age. They're yeah, all they're all like 14 age? or 15. Oh right,
0: cuz she she's made out with Ricky the year before. Yeah.
4: Exactly. Yeah. And I think that Paul and Ricky are just like, I mean, you know how that stuff goes, like boys often develop a little.
0: I guess, but she I mean, in real life, I should have looked up these actresses actors ages. Um she looked like she was at least 4 had 4 years on the kid. But okay.
4: Yeah. But I think that's I, the I idea, but think, but I she was trying but she was trying to steal Paul just to Paul Just because she wanted to hurt Angela's feelings and she, she was clearly like into like sexual manipulation and stuff like that. So,
2: which is also another example of how this movie never even really gives the audience a believable moment of doubt that Angela is the killer. Oh, (laughs) yeah. in t- like the, from the first killing from the first time you see Angela you know she's a killer and there's never like there's this moment where Duckface um, Mel that runs the camp decides that um, Angela's cousin is the killer and he starts accusing him and there's everybody can see right through that that nobody believes that that would be the case yeah it's total red hair well, that's not the territory. surprise they were going for yeah, <laughs> yeah
3: well, well
4: that's true I mean I, I was going to say like they're able to do that because um, because there's a there's a whole another layer. Like even if you're like feel smart and you're like, oh, I know it's Angela, and you're like saying that the whole movie, you're not prepared for what the actual ending is. I feel like, like it would take like a really twisted genius to decide that that was what was happening.
0: Right. <laughs> well, I the the murder I didn't understand was so one counselor and his camp go out camping in the woods. Those are the ones that through the
4: sand. threw sand at her.
0: Yeah, you don't understand how she got there? I don't understand how she got there because two of the little (laughs) kids say, well, I want to go back. And he's like, he's like, all right, let's go get in the car. So he obviously had to drive out there. So
4: I think he had to drive because they were little kids.
0: Okay, so it might not have been that far from everybody else. Okay, that was that was my only question. It did
4: kind of make me think of Wet Hot American Summer, though when like there's that scene where like they have to take the little kids on the camping trip and then yeah. um ken marino just like runs all the way back to get laid by that girl
1: yeah.
4: so maybe angela was like so excited to murder those kids that she just like <laughs> ran
3: <laughs> and that counselor who was taking those kids around he was a jerk yeah, he was a jerk. He's
4: like, man, I don't old. want to take these stupid kids wait, on this stupid wait. camping trip.
3: Yeah, but that wasn't so bad, but how he treated the kids, he was like, get over there, set up your camp. <laughs> and then one kid's like, can I go with you? Why, what, do you want to be my shadow?
4: Yeah, he. but the kids were really whiny and annoying, to yeah, be fair. Yeah,
3: that's <laughs> true. <laughs> they deserved
0: it.
4: The kids are like, I have to pee, and he's like, shut up. let well, yeah,
2: let's, let's be honest, nobody was not annoying in this movie. <laughs> So we've been talking about this movie for almost 45 minutes. We should cut to the end. Yes, we should. Well, okay, so
0: yeah, they get to the end, but before they get to the end, there's another flashback that I didn't know what the fuck the purpose of it was, where Angela's dad was, she and her brother saw him in bed with another man. I was like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything?
4: Well, that's, that's, that's you know, my main complaint about like kind of the general. So let's just skip ahead. Angela's the fucking Angela's the killer. <laughs> yeah. Everybody spoiler <laughs> Angela is the killer, but not only is she the killer, but she's the killer because it was her. The the girl actually is the one that died at the beginning in the boating accident. And, and then the Peter. boy survived. And then the doctor um was like oh we already have a boy Ricky so now you're going to be a girl
1: <laughs> and then they just
4: like <laughs> raised Angela as a girl even though Angela was a boy and so that's why she was like like basically Paul Ricky's friend all the all the while is like kind of likes her but also is pressuring her to like do sexy stuff
1: mm-hmm. and
4: um but Angela's freaking out because you know is understandably confused about her sexuality because she has a penis and has been raised as a girl her whole life. Um, So there's this gender bending kind of aspect to the film, but where that kind of gets problematic is when they're trying to like lump in the fact that her dad's, that her dad was gay and try to mix that up Mm. and like why she's also, and I was kind of like, eh, Maybe that made sense in the early
3: '80s in I Long Island, but I, so. I don't think I, it ever I, did. Yeah, I think it made sense to Robert Hilt, Hiltzik or whatever his name is, yeah. and that's about it. Which yeah, that, is, it, that yeah. dude's kind of interesting. He made this movie, he went to law school, became a lawyer for a firm, and did nothing for like 20 years. And then he came back and made the sequel.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> but he did no other movie, no other uh, film work. Just, just this is all he wants to do is sleepaway camp.
2: The, the part with the gay scene makes I – mean, when you look at the whole movie as a whole, like you see the father and his oh, – I looked it up. The, the boyfriend's name is Lenny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you see the father and Lenny at the beginning, mm-hmm. and they clue you in that they're gay because um, Lenny is wearing sort of a gay bathing suit. It's, not a, <laughs> it's <laughs> not a Speedo. Which is so
4: funny that you're saying that because that is – Kind of why you think they're gay. Yeah, like it's totally. it's like even gay mm-hmm. when you take into account like how gay all of the guys dress right. in this movie. Like, <laughs> like it's even <clears throat> past that too. exactly like,
2: like nobody's wearing like a sort of a sk- skin tight square it's cut European, bathing suit. It's European,
4: yeah, and it's yeah. like stripey. It like definitely looks. Like, like pretty pretty euro read
2: holy baggie. totally and I, <laughs> I read that immediately because they they were taught the two guys were like hey john it's time to come in like that you could tell that there was something there so you could sort of see that it was coming and then when they did it it's a scene where the two guys are in bed and they're laying there you know, presumably naked and they're just petting each other's heads like they're just face to face petting yeah. each other's head rapidly like they're two <laughs> Nervous straight guys pretending to show affection as gay isn't, guys.
4: Isn't that isn't that how you guys do it? Well,
2: <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> but then the kids, the the reason the whole psychosis doesn't make sense is because the kids are like peeking in the room, giggling stupidly right. for yeah, no just, reason. they're just
4: like stoked about it. They don't care. They're not like horrified.
3: right, like, and then they try to do it kissing. with each other, and it's not like it's two boys. It's two. It, the scene doesn't make any sense.
0: That's it what doesn't. I'm saying. Like because it. It doesn't add anything to the psychosis because living your life as a girl when you're a boy is plenty enough for psychosis. If
4: you have Yeah, it. when I someone don't... forces that onto you. But the other thing, so like after they show that of the two dads, then they show this thing where like, uh, like a boy and a girl are sitting in a bed pointing at each other and the bed is spinning around. I don't think that's meant to be a realistic representation of something <laughs> that happened. I think it's more like Boy, girl,
1: boy, right. girl,
4: like to try oh. to make you like <laughs> to try to like jog your brain and be like, wait <laughs> a minute,
3: like right. something. Which like... one is she? <laughs> yeah. Well, Who wants to who
0: wants to uh, talk about how it's revealed that Angela is a boy?
2: Laura, Laura, I still, in my mind, picture the day that Laura explained this movie to me, and I can still see her face as she did the Angela face at the end. (laughs) Did she do the the primal scream as well?
3: She she did the hissing thing.
0: (laughs) Big howler monkey face, yeah.
4: So what happens is that she turns to Paul, her little boyfriend, and is like, all right, let's do it. Whereas pre- previously, they, she wouldn't even let him really kiss her. And then suddenly she's like, let's have
1: sex let's at the go. beach.
4: Which is like a weird, you know, jump. Yeah. It's like there are a whole bunch of bases in between that they're skipping over. And uh, <laughs> so she's like, meet me at the lake. And um, then after all these kids are killed, um, and then they're like, oh, Angela and Paul are missing too. And then the, the real buff... Counselor, the head counselor. He's he's like out looking for them, and he's like, "Oh wait, someone's at the beach." And Angela's sitting cross-legged with Paul's um, head in her lap, and it's just like petting, naked and petting his head and humming, but like more of a real humming, like mm-hmm. not as frantic as Meg's humming. <laughs> and <laughs> then, um,
3: the same and, tune. <laughs> and yeah,
4: and they're like, "Hey Angela, are you okay? What's going on?" And then she stands up. And Paul's head, you see that Paul's head is actually decapitated and it's fallen on the ground. And then she stands up and she is wielding a knife, like holding it up in the air and then standing there and naked. And you see that it's a boy's body, but with Angela's face. And I guess they hired a a male college student to play that and made like this plasma plaster mask of angela's a, a face. mold
0: yeah i read about it yeah
1: <laughs>
4: and so it's actually like really successfully scary um and they're playing like this like she's making this like hissing noise like ah, the whole time <laughs> and then they just freeze that oh wait no first the buff counselor goes like it's angela she's a dude or something <laughs> like that she said something guidoy and amazing <laughs> and then they keep hissing and then the screen goes to like green and black but they mm-hmm. hold that angela Which... face throughout the entire credits <laughs> and uh and i just like everybody who watches this movie i feel like is just haunted for years by that <laughs> by that iconic bizarre image of her his frame yeah I also want to mention that there's a cop like a nice cop that keeps coming to the camp to check up on things and he's there's something going on with his mustache
3: I was going to say was that a, <laughs> a, a Groucho mustache that it was it was just painted on I think <laughs> we happen- like
4: there's trim? some times when he has a real mustache and then there's another other times oh, where shaved. his mustache is fake I think somehow he shaved and they're like oh shit we need to record this scene and for continuity <laughs> you need to have a mustache and then it's like suddenly he has this like weird fake mustache
0: <laughs> yeah I don't think that kind of thing was uh, foremost on the filmmakers minds no. probably no, he, that kind he, of continuity No he was too busy
4: shopping for tiny Adidas shorts for
3: everybody. And I've I read it, they wanted to do the, the 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 Angela endings the reveal scene with using her in a prosthetic and they they gave up that idea so maybe he was thinking about that for a long time
4: isn't it weird that it's easier to make like a fake face than it is to make a fake wang
3: <laughs> well but they she... didn't have they didn't have boogie nights technology was... <laughs> boogie she also
4: nights
3: nights had
4: technology
0: <laughs> uh, the actress playing her also was a girl and she had Butting boobs, so
2: that probably won't yeah, work either, you yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh god. That sounds so dirty. <laughs> Budding. Do, <you laughs> ba- do you call that? them you
4: call them Baldies, John?
1: <laughs>
0: I'll take First. Michael's line and say I'll never tell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gross. Yeah, that was
0: that was that was the most of all the disturbing scenes in it, I still think that that pedophile
2: jokester was the most. One of the things I love best about this movie is the sequels that happened. Like, they're terrible. They're not worth watching at all. But what's great is that in this, the next two sequels, Bruce Springsteen's sister plays Angela. Uh-huh. <laughs> I read that. It's crazy. She's, yeah, she's had a total sex change. So she, The sex change thing is not part of it anymore. But she's just a regular, like, tough teen killer. <laughs> <laughs> like it's the same okay. like exact setup. Like she keeps coming back to fucking summer camp and sometimes she's the counselor and you know somebody makes a sexual advance at her and she kills them or somebody is mean to her and she kills them. And like the the best thing about the other ones or the later ones are that Bruce Springsteen's sister just looks like this is the best she's gonna get. Like I don't think she's ever done anything else. But um the they all know about Angela and they all know about the legend of Angela and she has like when she kills people, she has these like snappy comebacks, you know, like how the Freddy Krueger movies became. Uh, yeah, okay. he'd kill somebody and he'd be like, "I guess you won't need your head tonight," or you know, whatever. And <laughs> she that does
1: that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That, one of the movies I wanted to watch for this Halloween series, another one of them, was um, Slumber Party Massacre 2, because there is this driller killer, um, they call him, and he he's like a rock and roller, and he has this giant guitar with a drill at the end, and he he kills people with the drill and is like, come on, baby, light my fire. <laughs> like he says, like, rock lyric when he kills them.
0: <laughs> oh, Jesus. So, yeah. next year. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Are, are we done with Sleepaway Camp? So,
4: I guess so. But a, we all recommend... I don't think you
3: can ever, ever be done with it. <laughs> I think
2: it requires repeated viewings to really, truly appreciate it. And it's worth watching. I see it like once a year. And it's better every time.
4: <laughs> yeah, I agree. Will you catch more. Even just like... Like right now I'm watching the baseball scene with no sound in the background and just like looking at the kind of the extras that are in the baseball field (laughs) and their outfits, like that's enough to entertain me. I could just like look at the camp camper outfits all day.
2: (laughs) This time I caught when in the early in the kitchen scenes, there's, I don't know if they meant to do it, but there's flypaper in the kitchen. Oh, I saw that. It's so gross. And and before that, there's the the can of raid that's really It's just, like, coated in flies, and it's in the kitchen, and there's multiple strips, and sometimes it's in front of the characters, so whoever's talking is, like, hidden slightly by a fly strip, and it's just, like, the clumsiest sort of, like, mistakes that are the best kind to catch.
4: But maybe they meant, maybe that was, like, a thoughtfully placed fly paper because they wanted to, they wanted you to think about killing.
2: Or maybe somebody... Maybe somebody had a blemish and they're like, just stand behind the (laughs) flypaper. Nobody will see it.
1: (laughs) All right. Well,
0: uh, let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night. We'll be right back. Right, we're back uh, with Silent Night, Deadly Night, and uh, I, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to leave this mostly to you. I i felt like I was kind of a worse human being after watching this movie. That's, <laughs> that's what I'll
3: say about it. I, I felt like if, if you wanted to, to make a horror movie that, have, that has all the worst excesses of slasher films of the 80s, you could just, <laughs> you don't have to because it's already been made. It's called Silent Night, Deadly Night. It has well, everything I'm, bad about horror movies. It, it, well, there was I a mean,
0: layer of sleaze over the whole enterprise yes. that... That made well, me that's, <laughs> yeah.
4: It's another, I mean, this is what I've been talking about in when we mentioned, I think we mentioned it during both of the other um, Halloween episodes that we recorded so far, but I was kind of saying, because Pat, you were the one that suggested we do this, and then. Um, Sorry. What's that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. I own it on VHS, but what I was kind of saying is it does have that component of like, I'm going to kill this woman, but before I kill her, I'm going to make sure I rip her shirt wide open uh, so yeah. that there's, like, a few shots of her, like, perfect breasts before they get cut
0: Yeah, up. that was... Um, so
4: that's the kind of thing that I am I am not down with. I think it's really stressful and comes from a bad place. I do, too. Um, it but... does not belong in a normal movie.
0: No, but, Laura... And this is not a normal movie. Let's be honest. When you go to open up your front door and let the cat in, you usually do it topless, right? <laughs>
4: Ridicu- it- Only if I'm in the middle of uh, teasing my shirtless boyfriend on top of a pool table while I'm supposed to be babysitting someone.
0: Right, because, you know, what night What night do you need a babysitter more than Christmas Eve? That's not a night for family. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Apparently, like- the actress who plays Denise is, is famous for a B-movie screen queen. I don't, I don't remember her name, but I, I, saw, I noticed that.
0: I just, yeah, that, that one especially to me, I was like, it would have literally taken two seconds for you to put your top on.
3: Well, um, how did he know to go to that house anyway? How did he know naughty things were all happening? All right, all right, let's back let's up. Get, yeah, sorry. <laughs> let's start let's at the beginning. So oh, the, yeah,
4: that, I'm sorry. I just want to uh, say that's, that's uh, Linnea Quigley. Who also okay. did, or Quickly? I can't remember how to pronounce her name, but she did a horror workout that I remember my ex-boyfriend <laughs> had. Then it was like her and zombies, and they're doing like sexy workout moves. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll save that for the recommend section.
2: But... That's like a great Halloween costume. The horror workout video, like, you know, the traveling horror workout video group.
4: <laughs> you may be able to fully see it on YouTube. Uh... No, there's at least, like, a few 10-minute chunks, though. But
3: That's really all you she, need, isn't it? She's famous for
4: being, like, bubbly and booby and also just, like, in a lot of B movies, so...
2: Yeah, and she comes in about an hour into the movie. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm. Yeah, for like five minutes, just yeah. in time to be naked yeah. and then get killed. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> but but yeah, let's let's start off the start off the yeah. the, the tail. Michael, do you want to take yeah. this one away? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I had never seen this before. We decided to do it for the show. And I, what I had known is that I was a kid back in when this came out, and I remember it was like this huge, like, oh, my God, there's a movie. And it was a controversy. It was like nobody wanted to see this. I have been terrified to see this movie for years because I thought it was like gory or some kind of horrifying slasher flick. And I'm delighted to know that it's actually so bad that it's funny. Mm-hmm. And it starts off with, I think, the funniest 10 mi- minutes of yes. any movie. And granted, there is like a killing and a rape in it. So I'm not trying to be insensitive to that. But the acting and the idea of it wait, is wait, so wait. hilarious.
0: Can I say, there's yes. not actually a rape. There is just a ripping
2: open the top and then killing somebody.
3: Yeah, <laughs> well, there's I
2: not. show a rape, but they kind of suggest that he's going to be. like I thought he was
3: going to and then he decided not to. So, But whatever. <laughs> it was bad. That could I, be.
4: He's like, maybe I'm a robber and a murderer, but I am not a
3: rapist. <laughs> I, I thought maybe he was just was, it wasn't worth the work because he was screaming. Like, oh, I'm going to kill her.
4: So, so, or, but it does, before any or, of this happens, yeah, they are in, it's a family. It's a, a young mother and her husband and their baby and then their son. Um, And they're driving and listening to the radio that's playing. Are they playing the Santa's watching Santa's looking They're playing
2: this whole movie is filled with fake Christmas songs that they made (laughs) just for the movie. They're not real and they're really labored and they're really like
3: lame and I I don't mean to jump ahead. But that reminds me of that that crazy montage. And we should talk about. Oh, God.
2: Yeah. The working montage. (laughs)
3: Yes. Yeah. With we that will. Awful, awful music playing. Yeah, we'll get to that. <laughs> was more sure. horrible. Well, we should see if
4: we can horrible. find the soundtrack to this movie. I, I, I thought <laughs>
0: about it after I watched it. Yeah, I was like, "There's yeah. got to be a soundtrack for this."
4: Um, but so that they're on their way to visit their, um, I guess, the dad's father. That's like right. convalescing in. It's called like utah
0: mental hospital utah yeah, mental I'm,
4: hospital and the establishing shot is like at least 10 seconds too long like they yeah. like zoom in on the sign and then you just sit there and you're like yes well, i've i've read those three words i'm ready fair. to see what
3: happens next Our and movie fans st- aren't known for their literacy so they want to make sure <laughs> their time it's like utah
4: um, and then they go so then you know, it's established where they are. They go inside and they go and they start talking to the grandpa and he's just sitting there staring ahead. Um, and then much like Angela. Um, yeah, just like catatonic <laughs> and then and then Billy, is that his name? I just assumed he was um, named Billy.
2: Yeah, Billy and Ricky is the baby brother.
4: okay. so B- Billy is the kid. and then he um, is just like, why isn't grandma talking? Grandpa talking? And then the mom's like, he can't hear us or see us. And then Billy's like, why are we even here then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, shut up, Billy. And then they go fill out paperwork. Well, that was and real, then,
3: They left Billy alone with his grandfather to fill I know, out. Yeah. which is
4: already weird. <laughs> and then the grandpa gives the all time best and most, and yes. also very David Lynchy um, random speech yes. that, John, would you insert that right now? <laughs>
0: Oh, yes, uh, let me insert Grandpa's long-winded, makes no sense, but sets up the entire movie speech. Here you go. You know
1: all about Santa Claus. He brings presents to all good boys and girls.
0: Hey, <laughs> your daddy told you that, didn't he?
1: Well, i tell you something. Santa Claus only brings presents. To them that's been good all year.
2: To the ones that ain't done nothing naughty. Naughty.
1: All the other ones. All the naughty ones. He punishes. What about you, boy? You been good all year?
5: He's Santa Claus tonight. You better run for You better run
2: for your life. All right. <laughs> See, it's great. Cool. It's all right. It's, it's Grandpa, like he—that is the scariest moment of the entire film. Like Grandpa saying <laughs> that, like Christmas Eve is the scariest damn night the of the year. The scariest
4: damn night of the year.
2: If I see Santa, I'd run.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you better thing. run, boy. Mama's not gonna save you. Nobody's gonna. <laughs> I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, I, I guess was he's supposed to be like. Some laughing. kind of like prescient message from beyond the grave right. or something like that, but it doesn't make any sense. Like, no. did this guy have a terrible Christmas or something? Because I think most people would agree that Christmas is at best annoying. Like, it's or at worst at annoying. Worst, maybe, yeah. Maybe yeah. At worst, maybe we
3: don't realize annoying. it, but this is a time travel movie, and the grandfather is actually Billy <laughs> from after the he committed the crimes, and he actually lives. Like,
4: I know what happens to you, boy, and it is not good. <laughs>
3: stay yeah, away from santa claus because you become a killer santa claus spoiler
4: but it doesn't make it and then basically like this is a series like what happens to billy throughout the movie like right. you kind of feel bad for him because it is like the weirdest series of santa related
3: mishaps yes. and and like <laughs> <laughs> but but in talking after this after this grandfather scene they ju- he, there's the murder where his parents die and well his parents ahead.
0: are killed by a santa claus a, a You know, a department store Santa Claus or whatever.
3: Well, I think a guy dressed up as Santa Claus to be a a robber. Oh, right, because he robs the gas station or the convenience store first. And then
0: he stops them on the road and shoots the dad and and then attempts to rape the mom by ripping her top off and killing her. And then cuts her throat.
3: But then they jump ahead to the orphanage. And I don't understand why the orphanage is even in the movie. Well, because they have to mean, associate
2: punishment with sexuality. Isn't uh, it
3: already set up by the the scene before with the no? Because the they weren't necessarily
4: punished for anything. Right. They were just. It was just like that. I mean, the grandfather.
3: No, they're yeah. punished. They're punished because the mother calls the grandfather an old fool.
0: No, but that had nothing to do with sex, you know? they, they have well, has to show to have the, something to do with sex. Yeah, they have to yeah. show the scene in the orphanage where one of the nuns, I assume, is getting it on with some dude in the room. So. No,
4: that's like an older... They're older kids.
0: Oh, okay. okay.
4: They're older, like, <laughs> teens at the I, orphanage. I assume
0: they
3: were nuns, nice too.
4: But you you already kind of understand, though, that the Mother Superior is, like, unnecessarily mean and angry. And then there's another nun. It starts off... So it's a few years later, Billy is now like a mulleted youth, and he is in class, and he has everyone's drawing crayon pictures of Santa, and he brings his up, um, and I actually just screenshotted this and posted it to my Instagram, but his, his image is of... Santa with, like, 14 knives stuck in his torso and then a reindeer with its head falling off and blood going everywhere. And then they're like, you go show Mother Superior what you've done. And he goes, and um, there's a nice nun there also, and she's basically like, Billy, you're super naughty, you're going to get punished, and sends him to his room. And then the nice nun is like, can't you see like now we know that all of this violence is still inside of him and then the mother superior is just like i don't care what you think i thought you'd understood (laughs) that by now
3: (laughs) and and she's like he he doesn't know what happened it's not like he was an infant he was like three years old oh he was was older than that he was like
0: five i would
3: think Yeah. yeah yeah
4: he was like a a grown child and he knows what happened but the mother superior is, is mad at him and then the nice nun comes and is like you can come out of your room now um, come play outside and on his way to go outside he hears these like really loud moaning noises like these teens are not even trying to hide what they're doing no, no, no. Um, he, he like leaves his room and immediately you can hear this like uh... <laughs> kind of like gross sex moaning and then he goes and like looks through the keyhole and Which he is, sees
0: as far as I can tell the that keyhole gives quite the view he's got yeah, like a panoramic the, view of that it's room it's the world's keyhole. biggest keyhole <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just about that scene it was another one like only in the 80s like did they really get that in depth with the with a mass release movie where you can just picture the director being like, all right, let's linger on that shot of you f- rubbing her nipple for about <laughs> <around> 30 seconds. <laughs> and let's
3: talk a little bit about this director whose, whose other films are things like evangelical Christian movies in the seventies yeah. and uh, Grizzly Adams. I think he did yeah. the television series <laughs> Grizzly Adams and nothing else hard. It was like, he I, I'm pretty sure he did this as a favor for somebody. So this was not his proudest work I well, am imagining. It,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: it fits but, in kind of with Evangelico because these kind of horror movies to me where, where people are being punished for sex are really the most extreme yeah. right-wing type messages. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. that's true.
4: They're all just like morality plays where they're just imposing like – Oh, like, basically, like, I like looking at this woman's breasts. So that means she and she's like arousing sexual feelings in me. Therefore, like she needs to be punished because I am attracted to her. Right. And it's like a very male centric kind of intense and sad view of things.
2: Yes. Plus, it's sort of anti... Like, the villains are the nuns. Like, Mother Superior is, like, kind of set up to be the, the main, like... Villain. Yeah, villain well, she, And she
4: has a chance. Like, and, there is a chance for them to yeah. save Billy, and instead she just is, like... You were naughty for looking at them having sex, and, yes.
3: and punishment
4: right. is absolute. You are to and be she, punished. And she was
3: naughty for that, and she was naughty for going out. He was naughty for going outside, even though she he was told she, he could go outside, but, but he still got punished.
4: I think
0: the absolute funniest scene is coming up because they oh yes at, at Christmas yes. they have, have Santa. Santa. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that, if you're
3: going to take a screenshot from this this movie, you need to take a, an animated GIF of him punching Santa Claus.
0: Right. He does not want to sit on Santa Claus' lap, and the Mother Superior makes him, and he ends up punching Santa, knocking his ass down. Yeah,
3: and kn- knocking him down, giving him a bloody nose. <laughs> the only part of the movie I genuinely enjoyed. <laughs> I'm, I'm having trouble believing you didn't enjoy that. that
4: I think it's a, I mean, there's a lot that's, you didn't enjoy the grandpa's speech. I feel like that alone. Yeah. Like,
3: yeah.
2: Oh, I laughed so my way through, I know this sounds terrible, but I laughed my way through Santa attacking the parents and killing the, the father and mother. Cause it was, it's just so funny to think about poor innocent kid watching, you know, Santa Claus kill mommy and daddy. <laughs> Like kind of a twisted. You're not. You're not making yourself sound better by saying (laughs) that. Yeah, I know.
4: Yeah, didn't you say something earlier about wanting to have some reverence about death? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were gonna say like if it were me, I would have just still been laughing from the grandfather's speech. I would have just been.
2: Well, yeah, I think the grandfather's speech sets up this kind of over-the-top, hilarious tone that then leads into the parents being killed, and it's just like, oh my god! Like, just I'm imagining, I'm laughing because I'm imagining like Mr. and Mrs. You know Joe Beer Can, Middle America, whatever, like going into this movie and saying, oh, it's not that scary, and then like the kid's worst nightmare is that Santa Claus kills your parents. Yeah. <laughs> come into your thinking and it's right there in front of you and it's so badly done and it's just so <laughs> funny mm-hmm. like he's clearly dragging a blade of dull blade across the mother's neck and like drawing on her with fake blood it's clearly that's what it is
4: <laughs> like crayola a marker taped <laughs> yeah. to a box cutter but if you if you think about it it's like the same type of twist that's in the song I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, where it's like the kid just takes it face value that someone in a Santa suit is actually Santa Claus and not his father. Um, But then Santa is doing something that's very unsanta
1: like.
0: (laughs) Well, speaking of which, I don't want to jump ahead, but I just want to place this as a reminder when we get to the scene. Uh, Santa's gift to the little girl was (laughs) fucking freaky. So we'll talk about that when we get to it.
3: Well, we already talked about the
0: entire beginning of that scene, so. That's true, but we ha- uh, we, we need to go in-depth on that scene because there's so much wrong with it.
4: <laughs> well, after he punches Santa, um, then we skip ahead again to when he's, like, a strapping blonde hunk. Who, like, there is no way that little kid with that mullet and all those freckles grew up into oh, yeah. that. That gorgeous blonde beefcake of a (laughs) a adult, and he's like eighteen and kind of dumb and cute. And now he works at a toy store, which is great, except that it's Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's starting to, and he's starting to have um, intimate feelings about one of his attractive toy shop that toy shop has a lot of workers
2: and they're all
4: they're all grown up i mean they must pay well i feel like these people are all like career (laughs) toy store workers it's not like now if you go to a toy store it's like kind of uh it's probably just like a 15 year old chewing gum (laughs) well that like does not care about
0: toys obviously toy store is serious business in that town because there's not just some paintings on the windows the windows are blacked out with with christmas paintings wall to wall yeah you can't even see outside
2: and the sign the sign on the toy store is like so small and pathetic like iris what's it called iris toys or something i think so iris toys it's it's like it seems like clearly they could only afford a sign so big and then they put it right where the camera could see it and then that was the end of it and (laughs) this store looks really depressing from the outside and it looks kind of depressing inside too
0: well, does anybody know, I didn't look him up, but the toy store owner looked really familiar to me. But I think he was in a couple of horror movies in the 80s. I'm not sure. Nobody recognized him? No. He seemed familiar, but I didn't look him up. Okay. okay, yeah, me either. So never mind. Sorry, let's go on with the plot. Let's see. Where, what were we talking Oh, yeah, so now he's the he's working at the toy store. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And then there's the great uh, musical
3: montage scene. So yeah, where they're, where
4: they're getting ready for Christmas,
1: right?
3: <laughs> and it's showing yeah. what, what a good worker he is. And they're playing <laughs> a Christmas a terrible Christmas carol that I've never heard. <laughs> and he's very happy doing his work as well.
4: So Wait, the toy store owner was in Ski Patrol?
0: Oh. And also in
4: Halloween Four, the Return of Michael. That's what I was
0: thinking of. Yeah, no, okay. I don't. I. I, I Wait, guess he's wow. you weren't
4: thinking of Ski Ski Patrol? I wasn't.
0: I don't was think this, so. Did
4: Ski Patrol have Booger from Revenge of the Nerds? No, that it?
0: was Better Off Dead. Oh, okay. Where they skied, yeah.
3: <laughs> where they
2: skied.
3: <laughs> <laughs> better Off Dead is a very good movie. Well,
2: Halloween Four had Paul Rudd, right?
3: what
2: it's like his first movie oh, yeah one know.
3: of the halloween i didn't know it was part four i knew he it's was like, like the
2: return of michael myers or something it might have been mm-hmm. it's four or five that has paul Rudd as like a very young man
3: he's a cutie
4: all right
2: no one of his scalp was in silent night, no so anyway, in
3: silent night, till the night. they're getting re-
4: <laughs> they're getting ready for christmas and uh yeah. and then it's the christmas party where like the, I guess it's Christmas Eve, and so like they've done all their toy selling, and now they can just get blotto at the store
1: and like
0: right. blast or, pop Christmas music. As the owner says it's time to get shitfaced. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he was so excited.
4: <laughs> yeah, I mean it is exciting getting shitfaced sometimes. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, and then, but it's also time to make inappropriately rapey advances at our female co-workers, Apparently. Right. Oh wait, wait, wait!
0: No, I, we I skipped the, the most important part, which was that the Santa, the guy who was Santa Claus for the store, broke his ankle. So, uh, so, Dum <laughs> Dum Bobby had to take Billy. over for Santa, Billy had to take oh. over for the Santa Claus job. So he's dressed as Santa, even though he kind of threatened a young girl that was on his lap and everything. Uh, <laughs> they're just I like, know, oh, I was a fool, Dum Dum. That's
3: a little
2: rude. And he's <laughs> all through his life. He's had sort of like these flashbacks that we're led to believe, uh, or dreams of being attacked by Santa, or like these violent oh, right. dreams. Uh,
3: he had that wet dream where it ended instead <laughs> of being wet, being uh, killed by Santa Claus. Yeah.
2: Right. And so Went now he's blood. being forced to dress like Santa Claus, work with children, and... which can
4: only which can only have positive results.
2: Right. Well, we don't find out why he's unable to say no
3: to being Santa Claus. <laughs> Because he doesn't want to lose his job. <laughs> it's just, it's oh God! Funny. He's a crazy person, but he can't say no to that simple thing. He can't right. be
4: like, "No, Santa killed my family, so yes. I'm actually not going to dress it." That's what like a normal human would say. And and
3: right. the other thing is, after that montage, he's smiling the entire time. He loves working at the at the place. And at the very end of the man- montage, the owner brings out this like banner that says "Merry Christmas," and he's he has a smile and he has a smile. And then it opens up all the way where. It says Merry Christmas But he actually sees Santa Claus And then it turns into this Huge frown that doesn't That doesn't uh, Leave his face Until the end of the movie <laughs>
2: <laughs> What an actor <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, so at the party Somebody Somebody tries to rape One of the employees uh, and of
3: the, uh,
4: the girl back... he has a crush on He has a yes. crush on her
2: right. He
3: This guy must have gone To sleep camp Because he uses the same thing Because I have something For you in the back You'll
2: like okay. it when you say it Right and he goes back to save her because she's—he's trying to rape her, and he let's
0: pulls. Not, a... Let's not forget that she also gets her shirt ripped open. Oh, yeah, right. yeah well, of course. Well, that's how you're and raping.
4: then, and then she has.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, um, but then she gets her shirt ripped open, and then she just keeps yelling and writhing around with her shirt open. Like you would think the first <laughs> thing she would do would be to be like, "Oh, good." You pulled that guy off yes. me, now I'm gonna, like, button my shirt up. Like, right. that's what I think...
3: Wait,
2: guys, um, were bras not invented till the 90s? <laughs> <I> mean, no, <laughs> nobody in this movie that got their shirt ripped off was wearing a bra. Like, none of them. They were all, like, straight to fabric to boobs. I think that's a term, fabric What's to boobs. <laughs> fabric straight to fabric <laughs> to boobs. <laughs> that's an industry <interesting> term. <laughs>
4: we're gonna need a... We're going to need a to fabric to boobs scene. Yeah.
2: Even I was like, come on, who's not, why aren't they wearing bras? Yeah. <laughs> Just immediately slicing the shirt open and there are the boobs. Yeah, so he. So. He, so but the, that's what's so great is she's like, cowering in a corner and Billy kills the rapist by strangling it with Christmas lights. <laughs> And lifting him off the ground with one hand. Yes, he he is super powered. <laughs> but it, with blinking. It's the Christmas spirit light. of Christmas. <laughs> yes. like they're still plugged in somewhere, and he's yeah. strangling <laughs> this guy with
3: Christmas lights. And So not only did he, was he strangled, but it made him bloody. So yeah, was, that's what I yeah. said. Where did
0: the blood come from on his head? Yeah, well, his knows. body. Oh, thanks. Think up in the
4: lights. <laughs> his veins. <laughs>
2: Billy was just strangling him so tightly that it must have cut his, his through his skin. Yeah.
0: But uh but Billy wasn't just mad at the rapist.
4: Oh, of course not.
2: No. He was also he, mad at the rapee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he punished her to I'm, I'm trying to remember the scene exactly, but he no, did No, cuz
4: she got mad at him. She was like yeah,
2: oh, you crazy ass. Like what yeah. are you yeah, doing? So was 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 he going to kill
3: her before that or was was that I like, don't know.
2: I think he was trying to save her. I don't. Yeah, I don't think he yeah. would have killed her, except that she was like, "She had a mouth Why off." Why did you kill that guy?
4: <laughs> my how dare you question my Santa yeah. motives?
2: <laughs> punish, uh,
3: you punish. ever heard of "You're welcome"? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Ungrateful bitch. <Lack. laughs> Being impolite equals <laughs> naughty <laughs> punishment. I, yeah. Punish. <laughs> Those were his two catchwords.
0: Once he turned into bad Santa, was naughty and punish yes there
3: was some pre- oh i'm sorry no go ahead there's some pretty cool uh toys in the background of that toy store like, <laughs> The Hutt, i Star noticed that Kit. too kroll was there there was a lot yeah.
2: of neat stuff it was like oh. they were like real 80s toys
3: yeah i was uh, mr potato head
2: yeah i was totally watching that instead of watching him kill people <laughs>
3: i think this was actually uh sponsored by mattel it was
2: one of the, <laughs> that makes sense poor choices I had the Silent Night, Deadly Night playset. It was just like a, a chimney with a maniac inside.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: And you pressed a button and blood started spurting yeah.
3: out.
0: So how did he kill, how did he kill the rapee? With the box
2: cutter. Oh, that oh was right. Terrible scene. You know, I
3: mean, I oh. Yeah. yeah. He, right the box in the cutter s- in his
2: hand or in his pocket or something, and like she, she was being ungrateful, so he cut her stomach open, right? Yeah, that was
1: yeah.
4: disgusting. Yeah, and then that's when he goes on a rampage. And is after that, is that when he goes to the house?
2: Yes, yeah. after
3: okay.
0: he kills everybody in the toy store. Yeah, then-
3: yeah. There's that extended scene where he, he takes all, out over the manager, and then he. Goes after the, the the manager and clerk who did nothing. Oh, I guess the manager made him drink, and but the clerk didn't do anything. But she got killed too. She got killed too because she was going to escape and tell him. She
4: saw too much.
3: Right, yeah. and then the good. But nun... she was the smartest person in the in the movies. She almost got away. Yeah. wasn't That damn bow and arrow that every Toy Story has. <laughs> <That's>, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, like a hunting quality <laughs> yes. bow and arrow.
3: It just <laughs> went right through her neck.
0: Yeah. The, and then the good nun showed up. Uh, looking for him and saw the dead bodies and figured out what had happened.
4: And she was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. like she did so, that, like that, like con- collar pulling, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to like let Aaron." <laughs>
3: she was concerned. I think she did that when she ooh. called up and found out he was playing Santa. Yeah,
2: oh, Billy, was... good choice. Ooh <laughs> Like she knew immediately that he shouldn't be working at a toy store playing Santa, but he didn't know that. Well, she got yeah. him the job there. Let's yeah, be so fair. Man.
1: Yeah, a couple months like, before what Christmas. Have I done?
2: So then this is where he goes to the house of Denise and where she's the one having sex with her boyfriend on the pool table. <laughs> yeah, and then she's that. like,
4: oh, I have to go let the cat in.
3: Yeah. Because she and hears she... Santa's bells.
0: And, right. and the funny thing is when, when the little kid she's babysitting starts to come downstairs, she immediately puts her top on, but th- that's what I'm saying. And then, but then she just walks around topless <laughs> to Anywhere. go let the cat in. Yeah. Don't come down yeah. here.
3: We're doing homework.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> On christmas eve wouldn't want to see that <laughs> yeah.
2: and i noticed it i read it i was reading like an entertainment weekly synopsis of this movie too I later saw that. that
3: was a fun a fun little it
2: list. really is fun but they're totally right in what they call out like in this scene you have no sense of this house like yeah. this this movie yeah. does a terrible job with the space yeah were perception? they in the basement were they yeah yeah, like the, there's, the scenes are so disconnected that you don't understand where she is in the house versus where anybody else is. And then when the killing happens, it's like, oh, there's the front door, but then there's a deer head hanging right yes. next to it. Yes. And,
3: and there's, where the killing happens, there's no sense that there's any stairs there. It's like a, it's a house that has one room that's not connected to the rest, but you don't yes. know how to get there.
2: Exactly. It's it's the, it was so confusing to me visually, and they really when I read the Entertainment Weekly thing from years ago, like I, I pieced it together. Like this was weird. I didn't know what was going on. It was just there f- for him to kill somebody. There was no the Entertainment for that Weekly thing. thing
3: is only from last year.
2: Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh. Well, 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 I didn't look at the date. In
3: any case, no, I'm just saying it's interesting <laughs> that they went back to it so recently. Yeah.
0: She gets impaled topless on the deer antlers. That's how she goes yeah. out.
3: <laughs> Well I think she was already dead, right? Or does, is that how he killed her? No, that's how he that's killed her. Character. Okay. Okay.
0: Um and and then the little girl sees him. Billy is that his name? Yeah. yeah. Dressed as Santa still. You um, cannot
4: remember his name. I know.
1: And, uh, she uh, she, killed, she killed
2: he killed the boyfriend of the that was screwing the woman on the pool table. He he threw her out the he threw him out the window. Right.
4: <laughs> I he, like that he didn't even deserve a creative death. It was yeah. just like, "Uh, you're done. I don't <laughs> have
2: time for
3: you." Santa he was, was like, sick of being clever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I use my imagination for someone with boobs.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then he runs into the little girl, and he, and she a- he asks her if she's been uh, naughty, naughty or nice. And, and she says she's been nice all year, so he gives her the present of the bloody box.
4: She's like, cool. Yeah. Now I can open boxes.
3: (laughs) I like her face. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah, she
0: did the best acting in the whole movie with that facial expression.
2: Well, clearly it was a failed attempt to build tension where as as he's talking to her and he's like, are you sure you've been good? They show him pulling that bloody box cutter out of his pocket behind his back and you think, is he going to kill a kid? Like, are they going to cross this line in this movie? And I was paying attention, like, are they going to do this? And then when he hands it to her, it's like, this is a cop-out. Like, this was them just building up a scare or like a weird moment and then he hands it to her blade out. Yeah. <laughs> and bloody I think it, and all that. I Sounds think like you were hungry for that kid to die. <laughs> I wanted everyone to die in this movie.
4: I thought it was great. <laughs>
1: I
2: mean, and then, not,
4: maybe not the movie, but I mean, I thought that, that that build up and then him giving the little girl the box cutter and she's like, what?
2: I love that part. It might truly be one of the only really disturbing scenes in that movie. Because that's the one and, I thought, like, this is weird. At the end, they kind of set up that
0: there was, you know, that this would go on in the future. But well, uh,
2: they have a sequel, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: if you ask me, this is the... This is the scene that would traumatize a child into becoming well, a killer.
3: <laughs> that could be a, a separate line of sequels. Her, yeah, her babysitter Mrs. impaled Mrs. on animals. She's
4: like Mrs. Claus, yeah. Mrs.
3: Claus. <laughs> <laughs> so after this Denise scene is when they start doing the social commentary about uh, police uh, using their guns too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> They're really ahead of their time. It was
0: really timely commentary. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
3: Because
2: <laughs> after this, this is. Do they cut to the? Um, I think it's just orphanage. The sledding after this.
3: Oh, oh the, I thought oh, before the sledding they did—they had the cops looking for Santa, and they went. Yeah, into that they, the cops so are. The, I'm, I'm
4: watching the cops drive around in their Bronco right now.
0: Okay, right. So they, so they see a Santa Claus. They know that it's Billy, and and they. And so they tell the cops to go to the orphanage. This, this cop goes there, sees a Santa Claus walking toward the orphanage, shoots him.
4: No, that's not what's happening.
0: Oh,
3: sorry. I,
4: I'm watching. Yeah,
3: this, this We're talking Santa about the one is in the bedroom.
4: It, Santa is climbing into an upstairs bedroom. And, and the cops like oh. run into the house and he's reaching out for this little kid. And then they're like, drop it. <laughs> and it's not Billy.
2: No, it's it's, it's her daddy. dad. daddy they ruined everything (laughs) doing the one thing that no parent does as as all our fathers did
4: climb into his daughter's room dressed as
2: Santa my dad did dress up as Santa though
4: yeah but he didn't climb into your your room room? and be like wake up I'm Santa
3: (laughs) I'm just saying I saw someone say it only happens in sitcoms but it it happens in real life too
4: (laughs) I like that your dad dressed up like Santa
3: and then the next day, when I was like, oh, "Why did Daddy? Why did Santa Claus sound like Daddy?" My dad was like, "Oh, Santa Claus has magic that makes him sound like everybody's father, so you're not scared when you see him." I was like, "Oh, Your that makes smart, sense,
4: dude. Yeah, you're like, oh yeah,
3: because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I would have him. been scared if it was some gruff guy." Apparently, <laughs> Daddy,
2: what's this sticky stuff on my hand? That's Santa's magic. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry.
0: The, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> cops don't need warrants in this town. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no,
3: not not when there's a Santa emergency. <laughs> Santa
4: emergency Ooh. now and now they're sledding.
2: Okay, now Rich. they're sledding. Then the the bullies, so the two nerdy guys are trying to sled, and they're like, it's virgin snow, but it's so not virgin snow. It's <laughs> no. so packed down. It's so, and it's icy. so, yeah. so icy. It looks and hard. icy as
4: hell. It reminds me of when I used to try to go skiing on the East Coast, and it was just like one long sheet of ice that yeah. you could, like, you'd fall down and just shatter your
1: arm immediately.
0: <laughs> well, you guys are missing the point. They had to say it's virgin snow so they could, the other kid could get off the great line. That's the only kind you'll ever get. <laughs> Which
2: doesn't make any sense <laughs> in yeah. any context. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. And then the um, and you think that would be a compliment, right? Like you could get virgin, um, but <laughs> guess not. Yeah,
4: a
3: coveted virgin snowbank.
2: <laughs> and the bullies come and they steal the sleds, and the guys are give up the sled so easily. And, and like
3: bullies didn't seem much less nerdy than the
2: nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were slightly they were bigger. Just slightly larger yes. nerds. <laughs> And then one, one of the bullies takes a sled and he goes sliding down like in real time. You see the like long slide down the hill and then you know that Billy's out there because they can hear the jingling bells. But then you see the other bully who's much more of a bully, um, come slide down the hill and <laughs> you then you see Billy like run to get in front of him with an axe <laughs> and John- he's
4: like uh ah, Punish! But yeah. is it because he stole the sled? Like, what is he being punished for?
2: I, I know he's stealing didn't... the sled, yeah. Yeah, I think he's the instigator. Like, the other kid stole the sled, too.
3: Ah! Uh! I, th- <laughs> I, I think Santa just
2: didn't have enough time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm his laughing scream. I'm because I'm watching this
4: headless body toboggan <laughs> yeah. down the hill right now.
3: But Wee. then the kids scream. Is is she went to the same acting school as the girl in the water skis.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Oh, and then of course the head later comes rolling, rolling
0: separately down. from the body. Yeah. Uh, I think he couldn't have he couldn't have decapitated the first guy down because then that would have warned the other the second kid. Yeah, but why didn't he when... go
3: after the the kid at the bottom of the hill? Uh, he's got shit. To, he's got an orphanage <laughs> to go
0: take over. Yeah, huh? you, 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 know got what, a mother's...
4: you know what bothers me about Billy's Santa costume murder spree. The thing that bothers me most is he doesn't wear the beard. No,
3: he doesn't. He's yeah, got his face out. that is frustrating.
4: Yeah, because you still know it's him. I mean, clearly... Yeah, it...
3: you're not Santa Claus. <laughs> and how did the kid fall for it? <laughs> I think you're an 18-year-old could... hunk.
4: It's like you have a long neck beard, but you're missing a lot <laughs> of facial hair. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All, right, All
1: right, now we're to so, the
0: orphanage. Is that right? Where the... Yeah. yeah, the Santa gets shot. So, and then, but it turns out it wasn't Billy. It was uh, this priest who was coming to the orphanage to play Santa. Well, why didn't Death why priest. didn't he turn around when the cop called him? Oh, because he's he deaf. deaf. The yeah. best kind of Santas are always right. deaf to right. listen to <laughs> <laughs> the
3: kids. Want. Well, they're, they're kids they kids in the orphanage, so they're not even the Santa could hear them. They wouldn't get their presents. So. That's true. Might as well keep it realistic. <laughs>
5: They're
4: like you get gruel for Christmas, and you get gruel also.
0: They got some pretty good gifts though. One kid had like a Miss Piggy uh, puppet. Yeah, that's the other thing I noticed. That was an awesome puppet.
3: Yeah, it was it looked really nice. <laughs> Mattel really went all out with their with the toys for this. <laughs>
4: I like that Mother Superior is still at the convent or at the orphanage but the now wheelchair. she's in a wheelchair to yeah. so show that she's older.
1: Right because and she's <laughs>
0: her face has an age but you got to you got to let it, us know it's 10 years later so yeah. she's an invalid.
2: And of course she's the she's she's the one who's like behind the punishment theme of the movie like she's the mm-hmm. one who drilled punishment into his head. Yeah. and So he's come back to get her, I guess. I guess because, that's why he's coming back there.
3: Cuz yeah, he like no, did anybody watch this movie and not want her to die?
2: No, clearly you want her to die like
3: she's horrible yeah. she's so, mean. so so it's a, so it's a disappointing ending for everyone yes,
0: except you <laughs> well i, I don't want to jump too far ahead but you you get the idea that somebody's gonna kill her
3: yeah. oh uh, so you think in the sequel she gets hers
0: well even if even if not, I think
4: well she we gets haven't hers. said what happens though, which is basically like he does come back after they shoot the deaf priest um billy actually does return to the orphanage right after that and then he comes after mother superior with an axe like in a living room in front of all the kids
0: <laughs> i know exactly <laughs> what you're gonna say <laughs> good
4: oh do you I wait i don't so. think i'm gonna I say what you're i was just describing what happened and then and then he's like about to whack her with the axe and then the cop shoots him in the middle of it and he just dies
0: well i was gonna point out that yeah i think Probably firing off a bunch of shots into an orphanage full of kids <laughs> is a great way to... Yeah, to kill
4: remember, Santa in front of them Remember, it's an orphanage.
0: Also.
3: They have no parents.
2: <laughs> no one will miss them. No one will sue. And, That's the, true. and the bigger
3: crime is Mother Superior screaming that there is no Santa Claus in front of those kids. That's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. While they're celebrating and then, Christmas. And then, yeah... We're and alert, then, Mother Superior. And then
4: Santa <laughs> dies in front of a room full of orphans. <laughs> and so, in the next movie, there are like... 10
3: santa killers probably i like how he 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 whispers to them all you're okay now santa's dead (laughs) but apparently the sequel is clips from this movie for the first hour and then it's
2: a movie what yeah and it's the it's the brother because the the brother is his his youngest brother is still at the um the orphanage yeah yes, is that the that guy is, that, is that the
4: guy that has the last line in the movie like yeah, basically, like all the kids all the kids are like gathered around looking at santa die and then the camera pans up from santa's face and like up to this little kid's face and he just stands there and looks at santa with an angry look in his face and then he looks at mother superior and then he goes naughty yes. <laughs>
0: that's what i'm saying she's she's doomed <laughs> Hey, what's going on? you guys
3: on? hear that noise, or is this just me? I think I'm going
2: crazy. I hear it. It's... Oh, I'm, thank I God. I think Laura's watching. <laughs> yeah. <sighs>
5: uh, it's that the ghost really... of Santa. <laughs>
2: it's extra chilling. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: I...
4: <laughs> I mean...
0: I thought the... Mo- I, I just thought it was pointless. Like, there was... <laughs> there was no real plot. I mean, there... there... Yeah. You know what I mean? They, they said, but it was just an excuse. I, it, it just really made me feel like I needed a shower after I watched it.
3: <laughs> did you? Did you guys read the? I didn't show the whole review, but what Siskel and Ebert said about the movie at the time?
2: No. They they were not they, happy. Yeah, I read and that they, they they read everybody's name and said like shame. Yes. <laughs> yes. <their name. laughs> after his name, it, and Siskel went on to
3: say that all the money the filmmakers were making off the film was blood money. <laughs> that's a little that's going
0: a little far that's I think Amazing though Well instead of saying shame they should have said naughty after
4: reading books. Yeah. They're like name. naughty naughty <laughs>
2: I mean, it's just nobody was like, I mean, even though there had been a movie about the same thing before, like it was a small movie and it wasn't like a big one. So like people were like so shocked by this. I remember this being like, like, no, like this is too far. We can't let this happen. And like nowadays I'd be like, Oh, fuck those people. But back then I was terrified of it. And Mickey that I was reading the history of the, the, the people who disagreed with this movie and Mickey, um, that old guy was, what's his name? Rooney was like one of the, The most vocal hollywood people again he was like big mr christian or whatever and he was which is fine but he was against this movie and he he wrote a letter to somebody santa <laughs> condemning it. maybe like, Dear
3: mickey santa, rooney was against it? So, i never thought of him as like a big christian guy for yeah. somebody
0: who played possibly the most racist role on film ever i don't think he has much room to
2: talk about Look. Even worse, when you look at the sequels, this had four or five sequels. Yeah, and the first two, I th- the first two movies were kind of related, and the last one was was the last few were not related to the first two. And...
3: Oh my God! The box of the last one, the, it came out in '91, and the 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 like the, the the name of it, Silent Night, Deadly Night Five, the Toymaker. But the little is, He's home, but he's not alone, and he's played <laughs> by
2: oh, he, he's played by Mickey Rooney. Like, oh, and Rooney you actually me? plays the character in this series, which no, he so what? vehemently condemned in 1983. Oh, man. It's so That's it's like, weird. Really That's see, I don't understand. It's a the...
4: Christmas miracle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and he's a Christmas movie guy. You know, like... Are you sure you're
3: not confusing him with Andy Rooney? <laughs> Andy Rooney's that old complaining guy, right? <laughs> don't you hate like it old... when Santa maybe, Claus. Maybe he's the one that wrote the letter to Santa Claus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
4: Yeah, he hates uh. stuff
2: <laughs> no he's I'm just looking to see where I read that, but I went deep into the the um the people who had written about this movie, and it's it's just like this big hypocrisy that Mickey Rooney was like one of the big Hollywood voices in the eighties against this and then ended up doing one of these movies later on <laughs> well, well to... if you can't beat him, join 'em yeah.
0: I have to say, like I, I, guess I take it you enjoyed this movie, Michael. But another thing that about it was that it started dragging for me. Like it was, it got so formulaic horror movie. Like yeah, when the cop yeah. was out there at the orphanage, I'm like, all right, get on with it. We know where it's. You going. know
4: it, yeah. You know, you just want them to wrap it up real quickly, or maybe like what? have another grandpa speech or something.
3: Yeah, that's that's true. I I did not expect Santa to be shot. Oh, did you expect him to
0: kill Mother Superior first? No, something? the fake oh. Santa. I didn't. Oh. Even,
3: I was like, "Wow, they they're going all out here." They
4: went there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, let's, let's, just, let's see a couple kids killed. Michael will be happy.
2: Which <laughs> is entertaining cuz it's so ridiculously absurd. I mean, it's a terrible attempt to like cash in on Halloween style slasher movies, and it's it's obviously like uh, not a great example of the genre, but yes, it's it's notable for the controversy it caused, and it's just so fucking funny to watch <laughs> that scene with Grandpa alone. I want to be that guy that's scaring kids like that. saying well, like, I, wanna in, I want to be crime. in that
3: room where the pool table is with that huge uh, lion painting. What, a, what an odd room! And the paneling, the paneling, the, the, the pool uh, table takes up so much of the room. Yeah. Well,
0: it's. <laughs> I think if it had stayed, if it had stayed on the level of the Grandpa speech. Yeah. Um, I would well, have been then it, would, fine have been with like it. it yeah. would have been
4: like another sleepaway camp. It yeah. would have been like, I mean, if they could consistently like keep that level of weirdness and yeah. those performances. But it just it w- to... everyone else was boring. Yeah. yeah.
0: And when it gets to the point where it's like, well, let's show as much tits as we can. But at the yeah. same time, uh, declare that sex is the most evil thing in the world. Then
2: that's where I have to jump off the ship.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. The, the Christmas ship.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But again this is another one where and I'm sure Pat you've probably seen these these clips if you read what I did but they they talk about in the sequel like that it picks up with the kid the his brother years later when he is now the Santa Claus killer and it's supposed to be even funnier because it's the guy is such an overactor and he there's there's a super clip on the entertainment um website or supercut of all of his eyebrow performances where <laughs> he, everything he says he raises and lowers his eyebrows in this really crazy way. Wait, what can, is
4: what is this? I'm sorry. It's on Entertainment so night, Weekly.
2: Night too. Yeah, are talking to, about the sequel. Yeah, this in the sequel um you can look up uh the it's Entertainment Weekly has a a a piece from last year on this movie. And they talk about the sequel, um, and in, uh, in embedded in that article is called eyebrow montage, <laughs> and it's the actor who plays the brother in later years, and everything he oh, says. Oh, here
4: it is, garbage day it, eyebrow montage. Yeah,
2: he punctuates every sentence with ridiculous, like unnecessary eyebrow <laughs> movements, and it becomes re- like re- hilarious very quickly. Oh. <laughs> You have to see it, I guess. I'm well,
4: watching it right now. That's why I'm dropped off. I, I, <laughs> oh, now all I can look at are his eyebrows. <laughs> and it's great the way that it's edited because they keep, like, zooming in on his eyebrows.
3: <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm looking at the same the same site and now I now I see where that Garbage Day clip is from. I've seen that before. I didn't know it was from that movie. <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, w- what did you think, Pat? It, I can't believe I i watched as a, as a 14 year old and didn't turn into a murderer <laughs>
4: <laughs> punish
3: naughty i guess i guess when we watched as kids we made fun of the entire thing so it, it wasn't it didn't seem as bad as it is it,
4: nothing a, seems as bad until you get to be like in your early 20s and then you're like oh wait people i love do
1: die right And then things, and then suddenly
4: you're like and i'm gonna die too And then everything is, like, way more serious and sad all of a sudden. And you can't believe that any adults ever spent time, like, making movies like this. But when you're a kid, you're just like, this is so freaking awesome and crazy!
2: And if you take I, the like the John Waters point of view of like you know it's it's so against the status quo, yeah, you have exactly. to love it for being yeah. like just dumb enough or stupid enough or sleazy enough to like actually make Santa Claus the killer <laughs> and then to kill <laughs> Santa in front of children. yeah, <laughs> hilarious things that kind of happen here that fly in the face of the you know the prim and proper expectations mm-hmm. of a
1: criminal no, I, I, I agree I think, with you.
2: I think a movie as Santa Claus as a killer would be
3: more enjoyable when it's all out. There's no, there's no psychosexual stuff. It's just mm-hmm. an actual Santa Claus going from house to house killing.
4: Well, maybe, maybe it's your life's mission to make that movie.
3: <laughs> I already did. Make sure. <laughs> <laughs> Called Casablanca. Ran <rent> it. <laughs>
4: play it again, Santa.
3: <laughs> you could play for her, and you're naughty, <laughs>
2: honey.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Are we? Uh, uh, are you guys ready for recommendations, Asians? Yeah. Asians?
1: Sure.
2: Sure.
0: All right. Um, let's go, Laura. You want to go first?
4: Yeah, I'm realizing I keep forgetting to do actual spooky recommendations. But I just watched this movie called The Ruling Class this week, and it was pretty amazing. Oh, Is with
0: that, uh, with God damn P- it,
4: Peter O'Toole. Peter
0: O'Toole, yeah, where he thinks he's Jesus, yeah.
4: Yeah, but it's 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 kind of a really funny black comedy, early seventies black comedy. Um, wh- that's kind of ma- making fun of the idea of um, the British kind of upper class and uh, and how they like ru- rules where you know someone needs to be like born into the family so they can like take over the earlship or whatever. And the 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 guy who is. Um, inheriting this role is a paranoid schizophrenic that thinks he's Jesus. Um, but, and so they decide they either need to make him have a baby boy. That's an heir that can take over the throne or, or take over the, the role or, um, they need to rehabilitate him. And it's, it's just super wacky. Everybody breaks into song. It's really great.
1: Yeah. It goes they keep off saying
4: in... awesome words like bullshit. They keep calling me <laughs> for Bolshevik, I guess.
0: It goes off in really weird directions, that movie, yeah.
4: Yeah, which is great. Like, all of a sudden, like, a gorilla bursts through the door. Like, <laughs> it gets real trippy. And I loved it. I, You know, sometimes I've been trying – I've been uh, – Ticking away some of these Criterion movies lately, like checking them off my list, and this was one that I was like, "Okay, cool, this sounds good," and I just was not expecting it to be so off the wall, and I was pleasantly surprised hmm. because some of them are, you know, even if they um, are important for cultural reasons, they're not really great, exciting to
2: watch. Yeah.
4: Hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was mine for this week. All right. Pretty crazy,
2: Michael. Yes, yeah, so um, my obsession with Silent Night, Deadly Night led me to reading <laughs> about another movie that was done earlier called Christmas Evil, <laughs> and it's also it's weird because it's called Christmas Evil, but when the title comes up and you're watching the movie, it's called You Better Watch Out. So I don't <laughs> I don't know what well, the thinking. Well, a is. lot
4: of these movies are released with different titles, and maybe they just decided that it wasn't worth um redoing the cover art or like the opening credit (laughs) art and they were just like
2: true And and this movie is essentially the same idea as um silent night deadly night but i had read that like john waters has written about this movie for years and about how it's his favorite movie and he watches it every year or his favorite christmas film rather and that he really gets a like genuine Um, thrill from it because it's actually a good version of what we just watched and (laughs) i became like interested enough that i watched it late last night and um it's kind of amazing and if i had my choice i would say watch christmas um or silent night deadly night if you want like a dumb campy like just you feel sick watching it kind of movie, mm-hmm. but Christmas evil actually, it has the same kind of funniness of like Santa attacking people. Like there's one scene,
4: <laughs> which we've already established you find hilarious. Okay.
2: There's actually it. a scene like it's so over the top. There's a scene where he, he kills somebody with a candy cane striped ax. And then, like, the th- he runs away and you see the candy cane striped axe in the snow. <laughs> it's just, like, so absurd. And um, he keeps, it's this guy who, like, he wakes up in the morning and he, w- he, it's the same idea. He saw people having sex when he was a kid. He saw Santa having a very sexy, intimate moment with his mother. And, but yet he also the same night had seen the real Santa, which is a weird twist. And that then-
4: Santa actually exists in this world.
2: Yeah, exactly. And but yet they show like Santa like putting his finger to his nose and flying up the chimney, and then later this this does sound good. It's good. And then he comes down later and he sees his mother in lingerie being like very um, sensually explored by Santa. And, like, he goes up to his room and he drops a snow globe and cuts his hand. And then it flash forwards without any of that other shit to full adulthood where he's, like, this loser who wakes up in the morning and he's, like, dancing around his apartment and singing to himself. And he spies on the neighborhood kids... (laughs) And he writes their names in, like, books of naughty and nice, organized <laughs> by year. <laughs> and they they flip through the pages, and you see things like, Susie, she's a real darling. And then it goes to, the you know, this kid named Moss, who's a badass. And he's like, um, watches pornography, curses at his mother. Like, and it's all these bad things that the kid did. And it's kind of just hilarious. And when he snaps and becomes, you know, bad Santa, who starts killing people... It's actually not the the unbelieving joke that you would think that it is. Like it's still a bit of a stretch, but it you actually understand it. You understand what he's doing and like how he's this loser who's been pushed to this. And the Santa part is the gimmick, I guess, but he actually like you actually want to see this. Everybody in the movie can act and they really commit to it and it's actually totally watchable. And I gave myself terrible dreams watching it last night. You know, so <laughs> late, <laughs> but there's this great scene where Staying like
4: up eating candy canes. <laughs> yeah,
2: this great scene where Santa is in—he drives around in a van, and um, a white van, um, killing people. And he's his brother tries to stop him, and his brother is like standing at the open window of the car, and Santa's inside, and you see him make a fist, and the next scene you see his. Um, arm come and he punches his brother in the head and it's just the funniest scene of like open window santa arm comes out punches somebody and then he drives away and it's it's this great bizarre surreal ending which kind of screws up the movie but like it's it's totally worth watching so if you find christmas evil it's not really a christmas movie but it's not really a (laughs) horror movie either it's definitely worth worth a watch if you get the chance
0: I like that you had to specify that the killer's van was white. I don't think
2: that was <laughs> really necessary to say. But, the, but don't they all, like, don't they always say, like, that the pedophiles? The white, are yeah. the white yeah. van. I, I was always told that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. It's no I, need. Felt bad, oh, I feel bad, though. I feel bad, like, in
4: retrospect for people who just bought white vans because <laughs> they liked them and then they were all marked as pedophiles.
3: Well, basically, if you like, if you like a white van, you
2: are a pedophile. So that's scientifically <laughs> like, proven. What company makes candy cane striped axes? <laughs> 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 it's like, oh, let's put out the holiday version.
3: Sales <laughs> <Sells> are down. <laughs> let's spruce it up a little. <laughs> the Halloween axe didn't sell very well, but Christmas... Was <laughs> but it's like out. dripping
4: with blood already. <laughs> like enameled blood dripping off the blade.
3: You want to go, Pat? Sure. I, my, I, I, A new series, a comic book series started this week or last week called birthright and i don't know if it's going to be good but the first issue was really fun it's about this kid who who disappears in the forest and his his family is distraught and he returns as like a 30 year old who was in this weird fantasy world and and that's the he's he, he had it's like he got there because of fate and it's all issues of fate and what happened in fantasy world and how's it going to affect the real world and it it seems pretty interesting so i recommend that
4: cool all
0: right well i'm going to go with another horror one uh so this one i haven't seen since i was a kid i probably it came out in 79 so i probably saw it like on cable or something when it was when i was nine or ten um it's called tourist trap it's Mm. it's probably not even scary but i remember it freaked me the hell out when i was a kid uh because it's about this dude who turns people into mannequins and then they go around and kill people, so...
1: What?
0: Yeah. Um,
2: what was that?
0: Yeah.
3: It, so, have you seen it recently? No,
0: I haven't seen it since I was a kid. But okay. I, rem- I remember the last shot of the movie was,
4: uh... Just oh, freaked me the hell out. Whoa, I see it! Oh my god, it looks amazing. Yeah. There's uh, so many mannequins.
0: Yeah, it's...
4: <laughs> so many wigs.
0: <laughs> so, you, uh, if any, I don't even know if it's available on DVD or anything, but, uh... It, tourist trap. If you can find it, it's probably on YouTube or the torrent sites. I'm sure. Um, that's it's on YouTube. This isn't really your recommendation. It's it's ten year old. ten year old me's recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that I mean, trying to think of. Oh wow, Chuck <laughs> Connors is in there <laughs> Yep. <laughs> trying to think of horror movies. I kind of have to go back to ten year old me for a lot of them. <laughs> um. All right. <laughs> well, I think that was a that was a fun episode. And next it's week. Thorough. It was very thorough. <laughs> Next week we'll be back with two oldies. Um, but well, at least one of them's a goodie.
4: I feel they're both like well known classic movies, yeah. actually. Yeah. We're we're <laughs> we're coming back from this from this very B slasher exa- uh, uh, extravaganza and moving back to something that's somewhat respectable.
0: Yeah, we'll be doing Freaks versus Freaks I married versus... a witch. Yeah. Yeah. So uh Look forward to that, and that'll be I guess, that'll be our last one for the month yeah. of
3: October.
1: Oh,
2: we're almost done.
0: But uh, well, give them the thing, Pat.
3: That you oh, like us on Facebook, rate us highly on iTunes, um, follow, follow us on Tumblr, and write to us at popculturecontinuum at gmail and say good things and say how scary these episodes are and how much you love us.
1: <laughs> Ooh, hi
3: thanks once
0: again to our guests
3: naughty uh, Laura and Michael funny.
2: yeah thanks a lot
4: naughty funny.
2: I'm doing my angela face
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh good. I forgot about the the most horrifying scene of silent Late Deadly like he chops the head off a snowman <laughs> oh that's true uh. <laughs> what the dick <laughs> dreams. what did the snowman ever do to anyone what if what
4: if the whole movie was just him destroying Christmas decorations <laughs> like going through neighborhoods and just like chopping up snow globes and running Probably. at like pushing over Santa's like stomping on stomping on snowmen and stuff like that it that would have
2: be... made more sense yeah. you know, in my in Christmas Evil he actually takes the star off a tree and kills somebody with it oh man <laughs>
0: Already better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh until next week. Uh goodbye, everybody.
3: Goodbye. Bye
5: bye. 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 I'm looking for the warm side of the dog. Every night.